Blog Talk Radio. and good afternoon to you, or should I say good day, because we're now being heard around the world, and with the time zone, some people are waking up, some people are going to sleep, so with them, it may be morning, it may be evening, for us it's afternoon, it's 12 noon here in the beautiful St. Thomas Virgin Island. Now first, before going any further, I have to apologize, our neighbor decided today to do construction you might hear some hammering or some soaring in the background. I have no control over that. I've tried my best to keep the sound to a minimum, but it happens. So nevertheless, we want to say welcome to Dr. Richardson. Welcome back, Doc. Last week you were on the air with us, but we got bumped off, and I was not able to get you back. So welcome, Dr. Richardson. Good day, my fellow listeners. Good day, Mr. Etienne. And good day to all persons who are, in fact, on the air alongside of us and with us. Fantastic. Welcome. Good day. Great, great. Let's also say hello and welcome to Valerie of Vintage VI. Now, she's not on the air with us right now, but she's listening. Val, could you at least say hello? <laughs> say hello, Val. Hello, Val. Hello, everybody. Good day. Hello. Good hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm wonderful, and you? I am well. I'll say to you, Gudaudu, which is, <laughs> how are you in the Creole? <laughs> it goes again. Shall I, shall I say, Fadanki? Fadanki? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Oh, exactly. my goodness. Bye, oh, Danki. Bye, thank okay. you. <laughs> All right. Now, we're uh-huh. expecting some callers coming in today. I'm not going to say anything about it yet because. I would like it to be a surprise to our audience. But nevertheless, let's go ahead and get started. So, Doc, the last time we spoke, we were just making our turn from Rothschild Francis Square, returning back to the um, post office square by way of the Main Street. So today, let's start where you want to pick it up, Doc. I should like to pick it up at the same place that Valerie was going to talk about the banks, and I will start from there once our Valerie has begun. She's going to talk about the banks that were to the western part of the market square or the western part of what people would call the bungalow. Val? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Uh-oh, you lost me for a second. Uh, where was I going to share uh, the bungalow? Tell me that again. Yes. You know the banks that oh. were located at the western part of the bungalow, the market? No. No. But, oh. Okay. No, not a problem. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. With the, oh, you mean the bank, the bank of the Danish West yes. Indies. The oh, B-A-N-K. Uh, or if you want to spell it with a European spelling, B-A-N-Q-U-E. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're testing my memory now. I want to say... <laughs> I want to say that it began in 1905. Am I correct? Uh-huh. That is correct. Mm. Wow. But um, but yeah, I don't have any notes in front of me on it. Not I'll try to look them up real quick. But um, yeah. Not a problem. No, then you join, join in as yes, join in as you collect your notes or collect your thoughts or any appendium to the above or footnotes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she caught me off guard, Doc. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. We're in this together. To the western part of what is known as the bungalow or the market square, there were two banks that were located there around 1904, 1905 on up. 
The two banks were one called the Danish West India Bank and the other was the St. Thomas Savings Bank. If one were to go today to the building where those banks were located, one would find that, in fact, the words are still inscribed in Roth iron, encased in the cast iron above the doors. That building today is probably owned by the Methodist Church. So if we were to stand there and were to face east, then we will be looking at the main street from a western perspective on into the east. So therefore, we're going up on the side that is considered the left-hand side because we already did the right-hand side. If we were coming down, the right-hand side would be on the side we're going to do today because the left-hand side was the side that's closest to the bay or the sea where they had the railings and where the shipping people were able to roll their casks and barrels down to the small boats to take them out to the large ships that would be in the then harbor. So today we're on foot, of course, always, and now we're coming up. So we're going from a western position to an eastern position. We're heading to the land of the rising sun. That is the direction <laughs> of the rising sun, yes. Okay. On the left-hand side. Go ahead, Etienne. No, go right ahead, Doc. Yes, you're going... Where okay, very well. And we're going to move forward yeah, from there. So, okay, good now. Well, well, one, one, one quick second. At the bank, wasn't there the one time also the location, the, the upstairs, second floor was WAPA? Did WAPA have an office there back in the 50s, yes. 60s? Okay, good. Yes, that is correct. It was called the St. Thomas Electric Company. Uh-huh. And at that location, up the steps in the Yellow Brick Building, you yes. used to go to pay your light bill. Light bill. Mm-hmm. Water was not so much a commodity as a kind of infrastructure activity, but primarily electricity, even though it went on and off and that kind of thing. Mr. Kane was one of the persons who worked there as one of the collectors, along with people such as Mr. Willie, Mr. Willie Pickering, who drove oh, yes, a truck Mr. that came around yes, to connect... <laughs> to connect your house to the pole yes. and yes. with the truck. So, and he also ran the street lights for carnival yes. celebrations. Crisscross yes. in the main street, Mr. Willie, yes. yes. So now let us go. From okay. the bungalow, as we're heading east, the first thing we're going to come to as far as what is considered any property or structure note is a place that's known as the George's property, Alan George. Mr. Allen and Naomi George had what was called George's Grocery Store. And to the rear of that store, we also had one of the things that you would call a restaurant of short, but of sort. It was not a restaurant per se. It was almost a speakeasy. So you could go in there, and while the wife was doing the shopping for the grocery store, the husband would go back there and get his little libation and then come out and ask if everything is all right and if everyone is ready. There was a gate that led through that area onto another building that was known as Mr. Willie Dunlop's grocery store, a smaller grocery store. And that also led to another area that today is the George Conrad building. Prior to that time, it was a long row house of shingle building or clapboard and several vendors who displayed their wares under the bungalow resided there, and one can understand why it was a close and easy access to the vending venue. Sure. So as we finish with that, yes, uh, we come now, because that would lead you to the back street, which would be the ending part of Vimalskaf Garab. Of course, it did not go down that far because there were houses there before, and knocked down those houses in order to widen that part of the street, so which would put you in contact with Nelkegada that will lead you to Strandgada. But anyway, we're coming up the main street on the left-hand side. So now that we're in what is known as the George's Building, the very next building, still now, on the left-hand side, would be the building that was owned by Mr. Proctor. Mr. Proctor had a grocery store there, and he also sold things like jawbone, which is a candy. 
and also pâtés and johnny cakes in there. And that was interesting because he also had a very famous racehorse called BT. Uh, I do not know what the initials B and T stand for, but nevertheless, that was where he was located. And the very next property to that was a property that was shared jointly by Mr. Osmond Ken, which became Ken Insurance Company in the upstairs. And as we move a little further up, still on the left-hand side, we'd come to a property that was owned by the Lockhart family. That property that was owned by the Lockhart family was donated a religious group called the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army then conducted their services there and their contribution distribution site to the poor, the indigent people. Next to that property, as a matter of fact, going back to the property, if you look closely at the cornerstone, you would see that the cornerstone reads, donated and contributed to the Salvation Army by the Lockhart, Herbert E. Lockhart family, H.E. Lockhart. And then the next property would be a place that I am not so sure who owned that property, but there was a grocery store that was considered top of the line, and it was called Clinton's Supermarket. And you went in there, and you got all the fancy, by standards here, fancy things like produce and canned goods and things like whatever you may have in terms of chicken and steak and and all of that from Clinton's supermarket, frozen products, as well as, as I said, canned products. And then if you move any further west, you will come to a large gutter called Guttetsgada, because Guttetsgada came down that way to empty to the sea. And if you cross the gutter over what is known as the Main Street Bridge, you would get to a large, large building that was once owned by a patrician family in the Danish times, and that would become known to us later as the public library where you had downstairs, one section was the children's section, another section was where the lottery operated from that area, as well as tourism before it expanded. Up on the second floor would be where the continuation of the library would be, and up on the third floor would be where the legislature conducted their affairs. Now, it's interesting to note it will not seem that way to someone looking at it from the main street side, but if one were to have gone around the back street side or the Vimuskafgada side and went through those gates, one would go down some steps and down the steps one would see that you had the children's library as I mentioned before, the lottery building, a lottery office and tourism. And as one mounted the steps, one would mount the steps, depending upon his choice, through what we call welcoming arms steps. Those would be steps that led to another floor. But the arms, meaning if you were to open your arms and consider your body the centroid, then you could go up either the left side or the right side, and you landed on the second floor, and that would be where the adult library was located for archival reasons and advanced work. And then you came out of that, and you went to one single wide staircase, and that would lead you to the third floor with a huge balcony that gave one a panoramic that gave one a panoramic view of the main street looking east and west and to the south. Now, if one were adventurous, one would also go to one of the windows and peer through the windows, and one would see in back of that a large white house to the north which became known as the Estornell's House, and that was located on Snegelgada. And to the east of that would be another large white house, which would be, of course, none other than the Sofront Building. So we don't want to do the back street today, per se. We're sticking on the main street. So we're going to return to Dronigensgada, which is where the main street is as we pointed out before in another installment, we have already done 
the other side of the street where yes. we had the Levi people and our uh, Carones later on. So we're now, now at a building. Excuse me, before we go any further, today. I just want to back up. I want to back up a little bit. You know that library building so well because you lived across the street. And many times that when correct. we were kids, I've said this many times before, but it's worth saying again. Many times when we were youngsters, we say, uh, Leonard, come go with us. Let's go get some mangoes and canapes. And you said, okay, I'll be there. But you went right across the street to the library and read about canapes and mangoes rather than ate them like we did. So I have to... I, that is so correct. You are so correct. And I must apologize, my brother, because yes. if you had come with me to the library, you would not have ended up in the gutter on the cart because you would not have turned over, you see. But okay. you chose a different path. I did, I did, I did, I did. Hang on, hang on one second. Okay, hang sure. on one second. We have a call in the line. Let's take this call and see what the call has to say. Very well. Good morning, caller. You're on the line. Go right ahead with your question or comment. Hi. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you okay. Yes. Yes, we can. Okay. I'd like to say, I'd like to say first, my name is Dr. Denise Benerson, and I'm calling hey. from the, uh, the larger island, St. Croix, <laughs> the uh, big island, West Virgin Islands. Yes, and, the big uh, island. I, I, the big island. I, the big island. <laughs> the big island. Yes, the, the big island. Definitely. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. we, we have all due respect for the, our smaller island, St. Thomas, no problem. Okay. Okay. And, yes, because, uh, you know, we have to remember we are not separated. We are joined no. by the Caribbean yes. Sea. Many people yes. like to talk about the waters that separate us. I do not. I speak about yes. the waters that join they us. join us. Fantastic. I agree with you 100%. Um, I very well. I, I'm I, sorry. Go ahead. I, and that always needs to be reminded that we are not separated, but we are joined by the beautiful Caribbean blue waters. Um, I just like I just like to say I'm honored to listen to y'all historians talk about <laughs> what has happened in the past because that is what's going to help us to go to the future as we as we basically uh, talk about what has happened and how it used to be. Um, it, it's always wonderful to do that. And, but I'm also calling in because I know this is the month that we commemorate um, the 100 years since Denmark sold the uh, Virgin Islands to the United States. And um, I want to thank you, Etienne, also for um, showcasing my pin that I have developed to commemorate that particular event in history. Um, I think it's um, wonderful that we can see where we have, from where we came to where we are now. And um, I have developed a um, United States version of 100 years commemorative pin. And um, because I wanted it to be, because it's something to remember. It's basically, no matter what has happened in the past, it's where we are now 100 years later. And um, I basically... um, uh, designed a pin with the uh, Denmark flag, the United States flag, and of course the U.S. Virgin Islands in the center. And there's a handshake also to show that we're all in this together and that we're all friends when it boils down to it. You know, it's all about humankind and uh, humanity enjoying a moment. Um, as you know, my Denise, excuse me, excuse Go me. Ahead. The only thing missing is the Caribbean Sea in the background. That's understood. One of the things that you don't want to do is take away from the major uh, goal or um, idea of what you're trying to portray. Some people get distracted by little or nothing when you put uh, too much out there. And um, I agree with you, the Caribbean Sea. But if For you sure. remember, it's much more than the Caribbean Sea. We're I also know. talking about I Denmark. I know. just adding in a little <laughs> My two cents. Uh, it, 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 it's all good. Uh, one of the things that I, as, um, as one who lives in the, in the VI or the U.S. Virgin Islands, I've always tried to help with preserving history one way or the other. Um, from the time I was young, my mom introduced me to our culture, where I learned how about quadrille. I learned about dancing quadrille. I learned about the outfits for quadrille. Um, I mean, Moko Jumbies, et cetera. So I've always, um, got, I've always basically looked at part of our history and culture, which we need to share with the world. 
Um, uh, many a few years ago, I did a book called Daniel and the 150th Emancipation Celebration, which there are six books in the series, and that was a historical account about what happened at that point in time. Uh, so, um, uh, so I'm, I'm always trying to preserve uh, what we have culturally and historically. Um, and I don't want to take away from what you all are talking about today. I just wanted to share some of the things that I have been doing also to contribute to our wonderful culture and history. I um, started developing um, lapel or hat pins uh, a couple years ago at the request of um, some stores in St. Croix that said we can't get any pins. And being a photographer, I said, I don't understand why not, um, because um, the tourists are coming in and they're asking. So um, I developed, um, started developing some pins, and the first pin I developed was um, Point Udall because um, in th- that's basically a very important point in, um, in, in the Virgin Islands um, is the Point Udall in St. Croix. And then I went ahead and I did a sugar mill pin, um, which I think basically um, the sugar mill is a great indication of the Caribbean um, of the sugar mill plantations, et cetera. And then I did um, the flag and the U.S. Virgin Islands because the tourists were asking about where are the flags without, believe it or not, they wanted it without the American flag. <laughs> and so I developed it with the, um, the, flag, the Virgin Islands flag and the U.S. Virgin Islands islands, basically. And then my most recent pin is the United States Virgin Islands 100 years commemorative pin, which I spoke about before. And I'm hoping that when people buy this pin, they will feel that it's a sense of a keepsake that will remind them of this wonderful time that we're in, that we're going to be um, commemorating. Uh, a lot of people don't say it's celebration, but you know what? When a baby is born, no matter how the baby turns out, you still celebrate a wonderful time or yes. a time that has happened. And, uh, and that's where I'm going with at this point in time. Uh, for those who would like to, uh, is there anything you would like to ask me at this point? Because you know I can talk forever. <laughs> I know you can. I know you can. But listen, a, a lot of what you're saying, we have that information on our website. And there's a link to the your page where they can see the pen and order it if they so desire to do so. Dr. Benison, I want to thank you very much for taking time to come join us today. Thank you, thank you. Don't leave, okay. don't leave. Okay, do you have any, Rick, any Dr. questions? Dr. Benison? Dr. Yes, yes. Dr. Benison? Yes, uh-huh. Uh, I'm sorry, don't leave. I should like to commend you for your work for more reasons than one. Among the reasons are, one, there are several persons on the island of St. Croix, particularly the Christian Stead as well as the Frederick Stead area. In terms of St. Croix, formerly known also as Bazen, Santa Cruz, mm. whichever name one wishes to use. But I want to point out something you said that is actually true and absolutely necessary. Point Udall is not only important on St. Croix, but for those who may not be aware, it is the easternmost part, the easternmost part of the United States since the islands are That's correct part of the of the United States. It's further east than any point on continental United States. So the sun rises first on Point Udall, not New York, not Massachusetts, not <laughs> Connecticut, any of those areas. It rises first on St. Croix. And then I want to also point out, it is very good that you took the time to make the observation and to create the artifact or the symbol because the flags which are there are foreign flags. The Danish flag, crossed with the red and white, and the American flag with the red, white, and blue, are foreign to us. Our flag, which was designed by Mrs. Sasso and others, is a flag that shows the eagle, with both the talons having arrows, as well as the olive branch, as well as the fact that what it says is that here we are. We are peaceful, but we will defend ourselves from exploitation, from ruination, and whatever else may come our way. God being our helper, indivisibly so. We were three islands. We're now four, since they have gotten Water Island back from the federal government. And we are indivisible. And next to point out, the thing is, 
that is more important to us because that flag, the Virgin Islands flag, is, in fact, the reason we're here. And when one looks at it, for example, we have 1733, we have 1917, and now we are in 2017. The point is, whether it's a commemoration, what I call a commemoration, or a reflection, or an observation, the question remains with us, where do we want to go from here? Consequently, I I label my contribution as a three-part trilogy in terms of introspection, that's where we are looking at ourselves, Mm -hmm. reflection, that's the 24, 1917, and then projection, where we're going forward. From the 1954 Organic Act with Mr. Rothschild Francis as its author, and never to forget the work and contribution of D. Hamilton Jackson and those Mm -hmm. persons who were so instrumental, who went to Denmark and spoke in defense of the islands. Valiant are the Virgin Islands. And I'm saying that to say I concur with you 100%. Now I'm going to give you an assignment, Dr. Bell, and I hope you do not reject it. Oh, no, uh-oh. All right, the assignment is this. Please, please say hello to the Honorable Judge Harold B. Willocks, my former student at Morgan State University, and also say hello to my brother, Mr. Willard John, transplantee from St. Thomas to St. Croix, now Bukujumbi principal, our citizen par excellence, extraordinaire, and also to Mrs. Auntie Janice, Janice Pemberton <laughs> to Tyne. Say hello to them for me, please. Uh, you have mentioned three well-known people in St. Croix as well as the rest of the Virgin Islands. Um, I've known Mr. Will- Mr. Willard John throughout the years. Um, didn't realize he was transplanted from another island, but we were taking him on as our own. Um, That's really all right. That's we have He's really contributed to the culture, education, um, history of the Virgin Islands, and he has really taken the Mokujumbi to the uh, to be as to the highest um, height as it could be in being recognized as part of the culture. Um, wonderful, wonderful um, guy. He's retired now, and he now he just can go full speed ahead in what he's doing, and he's still contributing to the Virgin Islands as well. Um, yes. Jenny, and another fantastic person. I commend her for all that she does in a way of preserving the culture. She's always in spite of her trials. Yes, she is going through some yes. health issues uh-huh. that. Um, for the last couple of years, and she's she's out there. She's still out there. Um, she was yeah. the actor. Even though I went, I didn't get a chance to see her, but I know from the photos that she was there as well. And you know, she's just a fighter, and we were glad to have her uh, still hanging around. Storytelling. I did some storytelling with her to the literacy um, fest they had about about three or four years ago. Um, she was one of the storytellers as well as myself, and um, I, I always like her cheery, her cheery disposition. Very nice person. Yes, yes. A former um, educator as well. Yes, she is. A, oh, if, yes, she is one of us. She is my fellow educator. Yes, she is. Uh, yes, congratulations. Um, and, and she is my yeah, former student. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought about taught for almost approximately 35 years in the public system. And I also have taught at UVI. I mean, that's just one of my things that I, I, I used to love to do. I love uh, taking students to another level, which they they mm-hmm. open up it, opening up their eyes. And I think I've taken that forward by some of the things that I do uh, publicly at this point in time. And um, mm-hmm. Judge Harold Willock, isn't he the one who wrote that historical um, book, basically? Uh, the, umbilical, the, who... the Umbilical Cord. Oh, my Gosh, when that book came out, it was such, it, it filled your belly for some history that was solid. And, and um, if you I look in the umbilical cord, in the section of the acknowledgement, you would see a name, Professor L.E. Richardson, along with other names like Lauren, Dr. Lauren Lawson, Dr. Gerard mm-hmm. Emanuel, and others, uh-huh. and you will see the name 
Professor L. E. Richardson. That name references this speaker. I am he about whom the name references Judge Harold B. Willocks. And it is interesting to note that Mr. I refer to him as Mr. Performer, meaning Mr. Willa John, took the name Mokojumbi to a high level of masquerade, to mask the raid. And the name Mokojumbi, as we know, when we look at it, it was from Africa, where the spirits, the ancestral spirits, and the spirits right. who hid in the trees, who were intermediaries between heaven and earth, the Mokojumbi was on stilt so that he could communicate with whatever from earth up to the spirits and from the spirits down to earth. Ergo, the stilts, therefore, the masquerade, to mask or to mock the Jumbi, to chase them out of the trees in the case of negativity, but in the case of positivity, to bring the good news to the people on the earth, to mock, mocko Jumbi. So do say hello to them for me. And I want to commend you for contributing the historical facts uh, to us, because uh, again, sometimes some we don't know or we don't remember. And um, when you speak, you bring back, you bring up a lot of things that we're not familiar with. We may know the the topical part of it, like Point Udall, but what's what's the history behind it? And um, so I commend you, and I commend um, Mr. Etienne. Um, also gives for his contribution to his podcast that's been on for a number of years, um, where he is yes. really preserving history on the internet um, for others who would like to come uh, come later on to find out what were they thinking about at that point in time, what did happen, you know, and uh, and thank you for your contribution to uh, society, and I wish you great help so you can keep up the good work in um, in just letting us know. Where we may even be happening to go next in the future, as you said, basically, (laughs) we need to know where are we going to. After all of this, you know, 100 years, what happens with next? (laughs) Maybe even 10 years, you know. Dr. Benison, Benison, I have the answer. Where are we going next? I'm going to the next caller. That's where I'm going next. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think Dr. Richardson, that's a hint that he's cutting us off. So nice talking to everyone. It has been my well, pleasure. God bless and all the weekend. best to you, Dr. Benison. Okay, then. Thank, thank you very much, Dr. Benison, for calling in. We appreciate it, and we appreciate what you're doing to help keep our history and culture alive. Thank you much. Now, we have okay, another caller on the line. I want to go ahead and take this before we run out of time because this is very important. Right there at the library, there's a lady today who sells on a hot dog cart. But there's some history to that hot dog cart that I would like her to talk about. So let's say hello to Maritza. Maritza, is that you? Are you there? Yes, good afternoon. This is Maritza. Thanks Hi. for having me on your program. Glad to good have afternoon. you. Glad to have you. Welcome. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank so, you. Uh-huh. You're welcome. So, Dr. Okay. Richardson, well, tell us a little yes. bit about the history. Uh, how long ago did the, the, that her father start the cart? Dr. Richardson. Well, let me begin, hopefully, at the beginning, if my memory serves me correctly. Okay. Being that there is no recorded graphic history per se, and, of course, as everyone knows, I am visually challenged, but I have it indelibly recorded in the memories of my mental files. (laughs) But I remember very well. Miss Maritza, you may not recall, I did a program or part of a program at WTJX entitled The Teacher Is In. Yeah, I remember and, you. Oh, you do. Very well. Yeah, I do. I remember you. That, I think you were teaching at Berta at that time, Berta Steve Shelter. That is well, correct. You are okay. absolutely correct. <laughs> you are correct. And Bucky Gums are uh, a person with whom I have very close relationships in terms of memories. We were in the Boy Scouts together. Samuel Gums is the name that comes to my mind. And I said well, to myself, Samuel oh, is his is brother. I know. Samuel is I know. his brother. Okay, good. I know. I'm saying, yes, Bucky Gums, Samuel, who is the brother. We were in the Boy right. Scouts together. And all oh. of the persons from the western part of that island, Big Hughes, <laughs> Little Hughes, and all of them up on that hill 
down there by what we call the Corwin area that would ascend into going up into what we would call the northern part. But just to get back to the, the uh, cart in terms of the hot dog, excellent entrepreneurial yes. spirit, good product, and everyone yearns, wants, and longs for the hot dog, particularly with the condiments, your addition, and how you have embellished and extended and made that something that's mouth-watering and something that everyone desires, particularly the onion down sauce is the in best. the main street. <laughs> thank you so much. Your memory is I hope real, I, real good. Real good. Thank you, kind. I, I hope I have not done a disservice. <laughs> no, you did very well because Kenny Hugh and all of that, yeah. That's correct. Kenny Hugh and yeah, the one whole circle living at Plop, Dong Lindbergh Bay. Mm-hmm. And Wilma Hughes and all that? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that, yeah. Those are his first cousins. Mm-hmm. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So yes, Marisa, good afternoon. I, yes. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was just going to tell you to please tell us how you got involved with your father's cart. Oh, okay. Well, it began um, really in 2010 when he passed. And mm. I decided that... Um, I wanted to keep on the legacy of his business. Yes. So what I did was I, um, you know, got all the license and whatever it pertains to getting keeping the business running, and I started it. And um, in 2010, you know, we took it over, and then in 2012, I was able to um, be there, you know, and... Um, of our clients and stuff like that. I really appreciate everybody that have patronized the business. And um, I know he's, he's smiling in heaven today because, I mean, you know, everybody know for years we have been there over like 45 or more years. You know, he had the card, plus he also had worked for the Department of Public Works as a supervisor when he retired. And so what he used to do is, like, he used to drop up the cart, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, go to work for 7. When he knocks off at 4, he goes back up to the cart, he gets it, and then goes home and do the preparation for the next day. Yes, hooked it up mm-hmm. to his vehicle and drove west. Yes. The interesting thing yes. is you have, taken the, you have taken the business to a higher level. Good, because then you have added a dimension that is something that is very good for the children. And so the right. specialties that are there with the condiments are your dad basically provided the cart and provided the hot dog and provided the basic condiments, the ketchup and the mayonnaise and the mustard and the onions, but you right. have taken it to a higher level, and that is very, very good. And the other thing and I, I thank remember, you. you're uh-huh. most welcome, I remember mm-hmm. he would just hook up the car to the back of the vehicle over that right. big round uh, and then pull it all the way down west and then bring it up in the morning also oh, and yes. uh, he would go uh-huh. and do his work. Yeah, very, very well. I remember it. Under the tamarind yes. tree in front of the yes. Salvation Army, so to speak. Yes. Right. Yes. Go yes. ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, but um, <laughs> like I say, I'm going to really... um. You know, with the challenges that I have with my illnesses, I'm going to really try to keep up the legacy until I be able to pass it on to my daughter. She's 40 years. But, you know, we'll continue. We do it as a family business. My sister, brother, niece, nephew, everybody comes out and help when they can. That's great. Praise the Lord. And, Marissa, thank you. You know this already, but I have to say it again. That onion sauce is to die for. I never had (laughs) onion sauce like that. I'm in love with that onion well, sauce. I agree. <laughs> well, I really can't give you the ingredients, you know, because of, <laughs> you know how that saying goes. I know. But I like to yes. share my onion sauce. Anybody wants to get the onion sauce could always come by, and I would do a special batch for them. Oh, you they, know, can buy, they can buy by the container. Yeah. Yes by the container and, um, you know, just come by and, you know, support our business. It's just a family thing we're trying to carry on. I'm there Monday to Friday from about, like, we were still like 9 to about 3.30. Mm-hmm. A little earlier, but I'll say 9. By then I should be ready, you know, <laughs> sometimes in the morning. Sure. You know, you have this traffic and everything yes. else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Maritza, I want to thank you very much for taking time to come by. 
Is there anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to add? I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say thank you to oh. both you and Dr. Richardson. You know, especially Dr. Richardson for his kind word and yes. remembering the family. <laughs> you know, thank he you. remembers everybody. Yes. And I wanted to thank him. <laughs> and I also wanted to, him to convey hello to his sister, Miss May. May. You know, oh, and thank you very much. Yes, I shall. Yes. yes, I shall. Yes. You do know her. Yes, I knew her very well. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had a lot of class. I supported her. Yes, taught at the elementary school, the Corwin Elementary School for years. Now the Gladys right. Abraham from your neck of the woods. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Thank you so very yes. much. Marissa, okay. Dr. Dr. Yes. Dr. Richardson had the best of both worlds. He had the library in one yes. hand and your father's card in the other. What more could he want? <laughs> That's right. So I fed, I I fed my mind and I fed my yes. body. Yes. Okay. And well, I thank before, you so much. Before you go, let's You're say hello welcome. to say hello to Valerie. She's in the background, but Val, identify yourself to Marita, please. Hi. Tell her who you are. Hi, hi. Yes, hi. I enjoyed those hot dogs too. They're the best. <laughs> thank you, Miss Valerie. Thank you. You know, sometimes people patronize the business and I don't really know them and you know, sometimes yeah. they introduce themselves or I introduce myself and pass a card, but I appreciate everyone that comes by. Some people make me laugh. I gotta really, really, really thank my coworker and best friend, you know, like a dad to me, Mr. Ariapi, have really been yes. helping me and pushing the business. Oh, yeah. We have worked together at Charlie TGX for over 30 years, and, you know, he know how it is, and he tries to help his girl, Maritza. I really appreciate <laughs> that, you know, praise for him every day, because without him, nobody yes. would have known about our business and who's out there, you know? Well, we do our best true. to help you get known, yes. Marissa, before you go, yes. anything we can do, let us know. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And, and Miss Valerie, also, come and again also, and introduce yourself to me. I want to yeah. meet you. Yeah. Yes. One quick thing, and also to yes. let them know the quality mm-hmm. of the hot dog oh, yes. is kosher, okay. top of the line. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, I mean, it is the best. And like I tell people, it's quality. And some people are like, for a yeah. hot dog? I say, yeah, but I, I buy the best. I like the best for myself, you know. Yeah, and uh, my whole family could tell you, you know, I, I like the best. If it's not fresh, that's not me. So, um, right. yeah, it's not me. But I, I, I really, really, really pay a lot for them. I, I buy them especially for Bucky's at that cost. You know, knowing where my dad used to get them from, I try to, you know, have the same... Um, the same quality that he did back in his time, you know. Yes. So you see, that's to the discriminating palate and the palate which can discern the quality, yours is at the top of the line. Fantastic. Yes, and thank you. Yeah, yes, indeed. Thank you very much. And I also You're offer the combo, so it's not like, you know, the hot dog is $4, but you could have a hot dog, a drink, and a chip. You know, you know, for five dollars. I mean, you can't find yes. that around town right now. You know, where you, you know. could stop by and get a quick lunch, something to hold you till you get home in the evening. You know, so you know, I really appreciate everybody that come by. I appreciate you for having me on the show today. Quite you know, right. I thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. God one last, well. one last, yes. and with God's you. help, you'll continue and extend the thank family's you. name and tradition. Yes, Marissa, thank you. Please. Please let the audience know yes. where they can reach you. How can they get a hold oh, of you so they can you order their hot dogs? <laughs> you, you could call me. Yeah, order in advance is recommended. My number is 340-690-8734. Um, you could time. also text me at that number. Yeah, one you more time. You could also text me. My number yeah, again is 340 340- very good, Marissa. Thank you very much for coming by. We appreciate it. We learn a little bit more about Thank you. your dad and Bucky, yes. a dog caught yes. under the time when yes. by the library on Main Street. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Okay, and you have a good day. You do too. Bye, Ms. Valerie. Bye-bye. Bye, Dr. Richardson. Have a good day. Goodbye. Okay, thank you again. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. Okay. 
Zala, what do you think? You had hot dogs there too, huh? Oh, my goodness. You know, Miss Smith used to actually, when she left the library for lunch, she would kick you out of that of that section, the Caribbean history section. So I had to leave, and the first place I went was that hot dog stand. So, of course, of course. And coming yeah, from St. Good. John on the ferry, you know, sometimes I didn't have lunch with me oh. or whatever. But, yeah, so I, I was there many times. Yeah. Yes. So nice to meet her. That's great. I wish her Very much good. success. Very good. I'm glad you called in, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, we could pick up a little bit. We have about 15 minutes. So, Dr. Richardson, what do you want to do? You want to continue from the library forward? Well, we can give Valerie an opportunity to come. I hope she has found her notes by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I completely forgot about that, actually, you know, <laughs> the bank. But, um, yeah, you know, and I was looking at my notes just now, but... You know, I saw that it began in 1905, and, you know, for the 10-year anniversary in 1915, they had a big write-up in the paper and whatnot, and the host was the director. And But it's such an iconic building, you know, with the beautiful railings. And you see lots oh of my goodness. postcards oh, of this building. If you look at the building, the yes. architectural yeah. structure alone, it stands as a landmark. There is no building on the main street, and I say no building without fear of a contradiction or fear of error. There is no building on the main street that is as elegant, as regal, and as dominating as the public library building. It was owned by a wealthy gentleman, patrician, a landowner, and he had his persons who worked for him across the street and the back street, back to where I used to live. And as a matter of fact, they just simply walked across. There were no cars in those days per se, so they walked across. And they entered from the frontal part of the building or from the rear part of the building. And if you look at the archways, they are so classic that one is forced to look up and get a lesson in architectural design if one is interested or were interested in doing that. But then as we move from there, we come to the end of the building, so to speak, and we come into an area that would be owned by Mr. Trepok and the Levines back to back to Stortiva Gada, which actually would be the beginning or the ending, depending upon how you want to look at it, as what we call Snegel. Snegel. Pardon me? No, I'm just repeating the name, the Danish name, Stortiva Gada. Yes, Uh in Uh Danish. Okay. And that would be from the main street going down to the waterfront and directly across from there on the opposite side street, which we have covered before, would be I. Levine and B. Levine. Ira Levine and Benjamin Levine, and directly across where we are now, presently today, because we're going to take more than just today to finish going up that side of the main street. We will have the Trepok. Trepok was the name, and of course that is, he was married to one of the Levines. So, you know, families intermarried. When I say that, you know, you married whom you knew, and that kept the family together and the family structure so you are both in-laws and cousins and that kind of thing. <laughs> At the and same time. Back. <laughs> yes, you move further on back, you get to where we call now the back street is the Vimuskafgar. But as I said before, we're not doing that today. We're just doing that whole block. Many people would know that because there was a store on the corner that was called the Bambula. And the Bambula store was a oh, store yes. that the O'Neills, remember Dr. Eric yes. O'Neill and Clara Charlene. O'Neill, Bambula. Charlene is the daughter, yes. 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 Charlene, I went to school. That's where we mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we are. I want yeah, you to cover, Dr. Richardson, too, sometime the Camille Pissarro building. I'd love to learn more okay. about that. We're going okay. to get up We to haven't that. gotten there yet. We'll get up to okay. Yes, we haven't gotten there yeah. yet. That's further up the street on the same left hand side. Yes. It will be right after what La we refer to store. as La Gracia. Yes, so I used right to play there. there. Yes, yes, yes. Well, coming back to Bambula, across the street, I start Steve Agata came straight down from the hill towards the waterfront on the intersection of the main street. On that same side of the street we're talking about, Bambula, across the street was where Mrs. Oh, Cricky lived, Miss um, La Vida Cricky. Not live, I'm sorry. She owned a store there. No, she, she had a store. Store, yeah, that's what I meant yes. to say. I was just saying, okay. if you're paying attention, Doc. <laughs> huh? 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just seeing if you were paying attention. With my, with oh, my faux pas. I understand. Yeah, I made the yes, faux pas, but yes. you have to be listening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's where Miss Lavita Cricky had the store in, in the later years. And I used to stop by and say hi to her all the time. And I think sometimes she'd give me a nickel or buy some ice cream or a dime, whatever it was. And I was happy. I was happy. Well, you know, that was the second location of her store yes, because she yes. used to be down in Cricky's Alley, down Cricky's by the Spanish Main, just yes. downstairs of where Val's, our family members were. And wow. also the Magic Lamp was down there, too. And they both Magic moved lamp. up from down there. Yes, and came. yes. yes. remember? Yes, I do. You remember wow. the Magic Lamp? Mr. Wozni? I remember. Henry Wozni? Yes, yes. Okay, the magic lamp used to be upstairs of Cricky's Alley, and then it came down to next to the bamboo lot, not not bam, sorry, next to La Vida Cricky's hibiscus shop, because yes. there's a little the little street that connects them from Snegel to Stortiva, and the bamboo. Yes. It's interesting because Clara and Eric O'Neill, the name Bambula is one of the famous dances, and it connotates communications. What kind? The free movement, but the movement that would give meaning to spirits in terms of how one felt. So the bambula or the bambala, as some people say it, as opposed to the quadrille. The quadrille was more sedate and European and the lancers, but the bambula was more in keeping with the Afro-Caribbean connections and also the Haitian and the Santo Domingo connections for dancing, gyration, and expression of oneself coming from the west coast of Africa. So Mrs. And Mr. and Mrs. O'Neill carried that on, and they sold things like the sandals, the water buffalo sandals. Remember those shoes that people wore? Very popular, very comfortable. Very popular, yes. 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 Uh-huh. And the madras. Oh, yes, the madras. This is about the only place on Main Street I think you could get the madras. It was very popular. Either there or La Vida Creaky. Miss um, Cricket too? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All I know is uh, I stood at her door and got my dime, stalked her a while, and I kept on going. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go inside to buy anything. Well, you know, Mrs. Cricky, she has several children, Roan, yes. Lorraine, yes. James, Sherry, and one other young man who, I mean her son, who was a fireman, Shane. So those were her children. Shane Quickie. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know them well. You could get the Madras there and also the African Batik. B-A-T-I-K. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Val, any comments? We'll pick that up next time because other than that, we'll not be able to finish it. Sure, sure. I'm amazed how much he remembers. And I know they're (laughs) in my, you know, we share some of the same ancestors. That's correct. uh, so it's fascinating, wow. but I enjoyed today's show and, and listening. I'm, I'm curious about quick, these one quick thing, Val. Uh-huh. Yeah, one quick thing, Val. Mr. Cricky, also, that is Roan and Levita, well, Roan's father, Levita's husband, had an upholstery right. store where he covered car seats and awnings oh. and things of that sort. So he worked in upholstery, and she worked primarily in designing and sewing and selling the fabrics, the madras, the batik, as well as any other thing that you want to done by way of couturier back in oh. the day. Interesting. Yes, I remember wow. that they had a daughter, Chantel, who used to go to school with us at Catholic school. Uh-huh. Chantel. That's Cricky. right. Mm-hmm. But, but, Do you yeah, remember but Mr. Richard, Richard Miller? Uh, Val, Sorry, do you who? remember Mr. Richard Miller? Of course, that is my of uncle. Course. Of I'm course, and his wife. Him. I, I love them. Yes, they're my family. Yes. Yes, and his wife up at Miller's Manor. Oh, Marion, Marion Van. Marion is her name. Miller. Yes, of course. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes. And then Marianne there, there was—he had a sister who went to school with me at the time. And she was not in my grade. I was ahead of her. But Barbara Miller. Barbara, yes. Okay. She was a little ahead of you, I would posture, and uh, because she was just a grade or two behind me. Yes, Barbara Miller. Yes. 
Okay, just wanted to be sure, because the last time we had spoken, not this last time, time, but the time before that, we were referencing the importance of Miller Manor on what we refer to as Frenchman's Hill leading up into Solberg. But Miller Manor was the important thing, just by the con- the Catholic convent. Yes, Miller's Manor. I've yes. passed there many times. There's a fascinating history behind Miller's Manor, too. There are lots of stories wow. uh, about yes. Miller's Manor. Well, that is true. Where are they? Do you know? Oh, yes. The Millers are in Florida. They're in oh, uh, they Pompano are. Beach, okay. Deerfield Beach, Florida. Okay. Yes. Good, good. Their daughter's on yeah. Facebook, so you can easily find her. Uh-huh. Your, your homework well, there were two sisters, Marion and another sister. Joan and Jackie. There Joan has passed you on. Oh, she has. Oh, condolences. Yes. Anyway, go to the head of the class. You did it well. <laughs> well, your homework assignment is to save the, the Miller's family for another show. Let us know when and we can do that. Okay? Okay. Yes. Okay. What we will do coming up next week and the week after, we'll continue with the the tour of Main Street. This is Virgin Island History Month and National Women's Month. So we want to address those issues in the upcoming shows. So thank you Yes, and also to point out that, in fact, people must not become confused. We have three segments. We have the 1917 in terms of what happened, and then we also have the 1917 in terms of going forward with the American portion. Prior to 1970, it was the Danish section. And then we also must look forward to what we're going to do particularly as it impacts upon our being able to be, should it be independent, should it be moving to what we call unassociated state, status quo, and then also to look at what will be our position, what will be our thought, how are we going to look at it in order to hand it down to those who come after us. And also one other thing, we're now in the Lenten season. We have begun the season of Lent, 40 days of prayer, fasting, and meditation, and sacrificing, and also what we call confessions. So for those who understand that and follow that particular area, we're there. And then National Women's Month. We must not forget it. And that doesn't mean anything in terms of any particular race. All national women and their contributions to the whole tapestry of Americana Hello? Yes, 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 yes we're, we're ready. Oh, okay. We're getting oh, ready okay. to close in time. We have about two minutes yes. left. Yes, all right, Go ahead. Maybe each of you are going to have you do a closing thought, please. What's your closing thought, Val? Oh, wow. Well, well I believe in chivalry. Val, go ahead. Yes, yes. This month, too, is the anniversary of uh, Mrs. Eleanor Roosevelt's visit to the Virgin Islands. This is a of big month. A lot of anniversaries with the inauguration of Paul M. Pearson. And, that is uh, correct. President Hoover arrived, too, in 1931. So a lot's happened this month. And, of course, you know the commemoration of the transfer later. Yeah. President wow. Herbert Hoover is not one of my favorite people because he refers to the Virgin Islands as America's poor house. So I, he's I know. not one of my favorite people. <laughs> he, he wasn't my but grandmother's is- either. <laughs> Oh, a good lady. I'm after her heart. Very good. She knew exactly where that is. But history is <laughs> yes, history, but so... That yes. is right. That is right. The question is, where do we go from here? Don't forget the line, baby. And Dr. Any, any closing thought, Dr. Richardson? We have one minute. Yes. I say to all our people, all our people, whether hither, thither, or yon, look forward. Be optimistic. And remember... God provides, and as we enter and as we are in this season of Lent, let us reach out, reach back, and help someone by kind word, thought, or deed, by the act of commission, not omission, commission, and God will move us forward. Have a very positive, productive, and peaceful, strong end to all, because if your ends are weak and weakens, things will indeed become weak and fall apart. And we do not want that. We look for unity, not separation. 
Thank you so much, Dr. Richardson. Dr. Richardsonism. So long, everybody. Thank you very much, Val. Thank you, Dr. Benison, for calling in. Thank you for Maritza. Bucky Todd Dog, thank yes. you very much. We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you, everyone. We're just about out of time. Thank we'll you. See you next week. So long, everybody. Till next week. Very well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.